This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome into the Marvel Stuff Podcast, where like we do every single week, it's Coach that makes the terrible joke, and uh, as you can see, if you're watching along on YouTube or Facebook, uh, we don't have Coach today. Instead, we got a wonderful sub who's arguably a better podcaster, and I hope Coach hears this. <laughs> I got David from the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. What's up, my guy? Hey, what's up, everyone? How's it going? No terrible joke here, but uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to talk about The Flash. I one of my most anticipated films for years we're gonna get to it but i i this is gonna be a fun conversation because you are a generation above me so michael keaton is your true batman so i'm actually super excited to talk about that but before we start uh the reason coach isn't on the podcast is he had his second child today so everyone you know say congrats when you get a chance or all that good father's day happy father's day to him yeah got a son cooper and it's uh it's very exciting stuff so if he's missing the next episode or two, uh, you guys know why he didn't quit. <laughs> well, we're talking about The Flash, and uh, David, uh, you're a jerk and saw it weeks earlier than me, because I literally just watched it uh, yesterday, so it took me a little while. A lot of people wanted to see it with me, and then it ended up being you know four people, but it's good stuff. Really good movie. Um, what did you have to say about it off the top? Well, uh, the movie screened like months and months ago at CinemaCon, it feels like, and it, people have seen it, and we've got a range of ratings of the greatest superhero movie of all time to it's just okay, it's not this, the greatest superhero movie of all time, um, it's not complete yet, I heard that a few times, every screening that I went to, they were saying, well, it's, it's not the finished product. I think the screening I went to was a finished product because I didn't go to the last screening and people told me exactly what happened in my screening. So I don't know. I, I think it was just that end credit scene that wasn't finalized yet. But um, people yeah, were we'll, kind of we'll arguing about, about the CGI. Do you know? Yeah, they're saying the yeah. CGI was incomplete. And I was like, uh, I think it's done, guys. I don't think they're going to work on it anymore. But yeah, the uh, the director, Andy Muschietti, I'm probably butchering his last name, but he. Yeah, they say it two different ways. Muschietti. And Muschetti, I don't mm. know. He's he's Argentinian. Muschetti, sounds sounds <laughs> sounds very Italian, but he's Argentinian. Uh, well, I'd say he did a pretty good job. But in yeah. an interview semi recently, he said that the the CGI looked a little wonky on purpose because it was from the point of view of the Flash and the Speed Force. And you yeah, know, I buy I it, and it, it did remind me a little bit of like early two thousand CGI. But it he somehow made it look much better like um i don't know i i it didn't rub me the wrong way i don't i know i can kind of see where people are coming from because it doesn't look like the true actors but that was definitely the point so i don't know why there's a uh, people right. are not up in arms and about that uh yeah uh, well yeah just kicking it off at the beginning uh we know that ezra miller identifies as they them so we'll try and stick with that when we talk about the actor but the character of the flash barry allen is a he him and that's pretty much how we're going to refer to him because we're talking about the character not the actor figured do that little bit of housekeeping there but uh overall i i i enjoyed the film i will say that it was uh it was it was a pretty good time i i almost feel just marginally let down because people were saying it was 
like the greatest superhero movie of all time. I wish I wouldn't have heard that. If I could have gone into this like dry, just be like, oh yeah, I mean, this is going to be another DC movie. I think it would have been like slightly better from my perspective, but I can't say that I didn't enjoy the movie. So what do you, what do you, what do you, how do you feel about that, David? So I heard that months ago, then slowly as time got to one of my showings, it started kind of like lowering my expectations. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I mean, James Gunn, who's now the new creative director DC of guy, DCU. Yeah. yeah, he said it was one of the greatest superhero films of all time. I don't think as public, uh, universal, general audiences will think that. But for a certain audience, I think they think that. And I think I'm that certain audience. I love time travel movies and I yep. love the way they handled and explained time travel in the flash and freaking Michael Keaton did it. He oh, explained God. it. Can't it was like, Oh my God. Michael, it's like... <laughs> yeah. That was cool. The spaghetti, the spaghetti yeah. explanation was, it was definitely a highlight of the movie because time travel is obviously nonsense. You can make up your own rules as you go. And it, it was, I, I mean, I really liked DC's take on it. It was, it was cool having Michael Keaton just kind of be like your Bruce cool teacher. Like here's how time works. And it, was, it was pretty right, awesome. Right. 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 Uh, came in with the, with the long hair and the crazy beard and explaining things yeah. over spaghetti like a crazy person. It was wonderful. Yeah. Being in the bubble that I'm in, I'm going to look at, I already knew about Michael Keaton with the long hair and I knew about certain story elements and the way they set up the trailers, you could kind of build the movie in your head before you went to go see it it pretty much almost kind of played out exactly what the trailers gave us. And yep. then we had the big like reveal that the director, Andy Muschietti said that Nicholas cage was going to be in the film. Yeah. As Superman. I mean, that's... that leaked weeks prior. Yep. And I saw that and a little like, out of uh... order, but I, we can talk about that real quick. Cause I think <laughs> that was, uh, that was something everyone was looking for. So, yeah. For people outside of the thing, like Tim Burton was originally kind of signed on to be playing uh, Superman in a Tim Burton movie. And yeah, Nicholas Cage the, in a Tim Burton movie. Yeah. Yeah, did I say Tim Burton in a Tim Burton yeah. movie? I think I said <laughs> it and then I was like, I'm going to finish this sentence and yeah. I'll get corrected if I said it wrong. <laughs> but he fought a giant spider. And apparently, I guess that was kind of in the original script. So it's kind of like an inside joke of Hollywood that it's like, man, he ended up doing the thing that they said they were going to do. How'd you feel about Let's just do that one. How'd you feel about the cameos outside of the last one? Because I want to save that one. Great well, on two. paper. Great on paper. Really good on screen. I love the fact that you got to see Adam West, the original oh, Batman. The real uh, you got out, to yeah. see the original Superman, which was played by Dean Kane. Another uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> the black <laughs> and white. Uh, he was another Reeves. Uh, not Christopher well, Reeve. Well, there's Christopher uh, Reeves. You got Matt Reeves, the director. No, <laughs> no, no. The guy's actual name no, was Reeves. No, yeah, yeah. You. Let me uh, look that up. Actually, but yeah, Superman it was lore is not my uh, forte. Yeah, George but, Reeves. George Reeves was his name. George Reeves. Okay. You see the black yeah. and white Superman, and yeah, it's kind of ironic that Christopher Reeve played him in the 1970s, 80s Superman. But it was fantastic to see him, to see Supergirl. Um, yeah, that when was I was growing really cool. up, I saw Supergirl on Betamax to rent. It was not on VHS in my hometown, so I could never see the movie. We only had VHS at my at my house, so I actually never saw that movie in its entirety. But um, yeah, like you mentioned before, Batman '89 that was a huge summer, and I think that was the start of my summer blockbuster and VHS. I heard it was a good time to be alive then. I, I wasn't quite there yet, but it was. I heard that was like a highlight. Like it was a good, good year. So I was I in mean, the second grade when that when that dropped, 
and my parents didn't allow me to go to the movies. So I had to wait for the VHS and I was super hyped for it. And I remember having a Warner Brothers magazine slash catalog at my house and they showed Michael Keaton dressed up as Bruce Wayne in it. And I remember my cousin and my dad reacting to it. He's like, wait a minute, that's going to be Bruce Wayne? That's going to be Batman? What? Mr. Mom is going to be be Batman? Beetlejuice is going to be Batman? Fans got to eat their words sometimes. I mean, everyone's like, oh, the gay cowboy's playing the Joker. Like, oh, you mean the greatest Joker to ever be portrayed on screen? (laughs) Okay, cool. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you go go for the acting, the actor. I mean, the casting is 90% of the success of the film, they say. So, I mean, casting was great. Um, growing up, I've talked to more comic book people and they're like, yeah, Michael Keaton's too small to play Batman, even though he played a trick Batman. Then we got Ben Affleck as Batman and we got oh, the size yeah, that we were kind of waiting for. Yeah, and Affleck. in this film, we got to have her cake and eat it too. We got Affleck and Keaton and it's like, wow, it's like, it's, it's everything. It was wonderful. It was it was very cool how they played it off. I, I, I too am, you know, I, I can dig on multiverse and time travel and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It, it's, it's a fun, it's a comic book trope that I'm glad that we're finally seeing translated on screen and Hollywood very much jumped on board. We're like, Oh, so we can get nostalgia and further the overall storyline of these films. I mean, it's so far, I haven't seen it done terribly, and uh, they're they're doing a good job so far, but man, someone's gonna drop the ball at some point. It's gonna make everyone sad for ruining it for the bunch. But this one is uh, is not that. It was it was definitely fun. I think the entire film I was smiling. Yeah, so I, there was scene, right there scenes screen. where I actively was like yelling and joy, and I, that's yeah. not me normally. I'm not normally <laughs> the guy that's like that. I mean, yeah. I get excited. I'm like yes, but the, I was like I was very very well. You could hear me pretty well. Yeah, you must you must have had a good crowd because uh, yeah i'm i'm the batman guy so this getting to see uh you know what we'll just say a lot of batman <laughs> um we can kind of jump into that i guess at this point uh the other cameo that was kind of at the very beginning of the movie gal gadot reprising her role as wonder woman right uh some people were surprised by that. I, I had heard thing like inklings of that but i, I didn't know if it was going to come to fruition so i'm glad that it did um uh, She's portrayed that character a lot. I just semi recently watched Shazam two because I somehow missed the theatrical release on that one. So she yeah. was in that too. She's she's definitely you know doing her job up to the point where she no longer has the job, which is a huge bummer. But they're casting younger. Well, I mean, we're gonna you know that's a different argument to be had. But I I enjoyed her. That yeah. that was probably my funniest scene of the movie. Was the lasso of truth. For me, you think so? It was for me. Okay, we, the Batman like talking. It was about pretty good. Deep set insecurities. Of <laughs> Flash yeah. talking about via version. I was like, oh god, this is the best. There are a couple <laughs> other really good pops, though. I will say that. That yeah. Uh, Coach did send me a couple because it's so funny because I went and saw it with him yesterday, and oh, I was okay. like, all right, yep. So we had, it was me, him, uh, my wife, and my brother, and we all had a good time. But Coach was like, oh, I don't feel like doing the episode tonight. We'll do it tomorrow night. And uh, here we are tomorrow night. And all of a sudden, he's a dad again, like a jerk. No, <laughs> yeah. no I'm kidding. We knew the timing might end up like that. But uh, his his words, he said, uh, they didn't shy away from being weird. That was kind of his first thought. And I agree yes. with that 100%. It was so strange it. in different parts. Because, I mean, it's a wackadoo idea. And, you know, DC's very much known as the, like, dark and gritty and doing all this stuff and they're very much 
I guess, trying to flip that label just a little bit, especially with a fun character like Flash. Like you can't yeah. have emo Flash. It just doesn't really work. Yeah. So I'm yeah, glad they, they lean completely in the goofy. How'd right. you feel about it? Um, it felt like I've met that kid before. And I've heard people complain about uh, Barry Allen from the other universe that he was like just like too like weird and wacky. And it's like, no, there's there's kids his, like that. I mean, his stoner laugh. It was yeah. so funny at first. And then I, it drove me nuts by like the sixth time he did it. I was like, yeah. God dang it, man. But it was it, it was great. Um, That was another point that coach said. He's like, I liked the idea, the idea of doing like a backdoor origin story. So instead of us having to go through the step by step, color by, you know, color the lines, here's right, this, this, right. and this, Something here's different. the origin story of the character. And they're like, we're going to bring a guy that's already experienced it back to the origin story. And that was, uh, that was, that was very cool the way they handled that. And I agree with that 100%. Um, the, just the dichotomy between the two flashes, even though they're technically the same person, it is so yeah. funny. Like, that's Ezra kind Miller of realistic. Job. That is realistically how you would react with your younger self, as much yeah. as you don't want to admit it. I mean, it, it's 100% what would happen. So, yeah. Having two flashes, um, we knew it was going to happen the whole time, but uh, how'd, you, how'd you like that? It was great. I mean, you had to have the right actor to pull that off, and Ezra Miller has the chops to do that. For Incredible real. acting performance. It's just sad that he has all the extra curricular stuff happening mm. off camera, but. Yeah, terrific. He he nailed it, man. I, I was just and I heard that prior to, and I was like, man, man, it's just kind of a waste now. <laughs> it seems like he's not going to be cast again as the Flash. Yeah, I mean they're recasting. It seems like a majority of the DC universe in the yeah. the drama that comes with them is kind of. It's just one of those things, man. Where I mean, it almost delayed Secrets of Dumbledore, and that was years ago at this point. So this is not. A problem that they could really swipe, you know, sweep under the rug. Like, oh yeah, play it off like no big deal. Like, there's still repercussions coming, and it's whatever. I mean, the press, the way they handled the press junk, it was pretty smart though. Where they got uh, Sasha, uh, Kaya, Kaya. Thank you. She, I mean, we could talk about her right now. She was fantastic. I think it was yes. really cool that she got the Henry Cavill stamp of approval as well. But good yeah. lord, she was once she she was a scene stealer. I will say 100%. What if she wasn't like the best character in the movie, but once she was on screen, she was like drawing you can all take the your eyes off of her, man. She I mean, fantastic. She was great. Yeah. Yeah, she I mean, she looked great. She played the role great. She had the right. I mean, her acting was terrific. She this actress just came kind of out of nowhere for me. And yeah, I've never heard she's of her. Doing the publicity rounds, a that's lot. what I was saying. Like her yeah. and the director are the two that kind of led the uh, the press junket because of the controversy with Ezra Miller. Like, let's yeah. keep them off camera as much as we can. So they, <laughs> and you know, Michael Keaton's a pretty busy guy. Same with Ben Affleck. So they 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 kind of they pick yeah. and chose who they could to kind of represent them on the all the late night. And man, DC spent a lot of money marketing this thing. No one yep. didn't know about this movie coming. That was right, that right. was something very notable about this one. The the marketing budget, they did not hold back on that. So that was uh yeah. that was cool to see. And I think it I think it paid off pretty well. Yeah. Uh I guess we can kind of jump around a little bit, but um we'll we'll start kind of at the beginning, the introduction of uh, you know, the Flash having his he's being the janitor for the Justice League. And I was like, that's kind of funny. <laughs> and I will say that myself, my wife, and Cody were all very uncomfortable with the baby scene. The weird CGI. <laughs> it was so 
awkward, man. I did not super care for that. I mean, coach was especially not caring for it because he knew he was having a baby within the week. <laughs> so, uh, the only highlight of that was uh, him calling it a baby shower. I was like, okay, all right, I'll give it to you. Uh, that was funny. The rest of it. Putting the was, baby in the microwave. That was too that much. That was fantastic. Man. It was too much. I love that touch. <laughs> uh yeah but that that was kind of you know it was, it was a fun thing and that was kind of yeah. the first intro of like being weird cgi but i liked it i liked the whole play out scene um kind of you know just a really solid intro ben affleck was you know he did some interviews and he was specifically saying like i finally feel like i got the character right after i had already kind of quit playing the character mm. <laughs> mm. i hate when that happens but i mean uh. What can you do? He's he's still. And he had as know, much controversy as Heath Ledger did when he got cast. Yeah, people yep. were trying to. I had friends telling me sign the sign the petition, do it, do I, it. I, I and I'm like, it. I kind of no. want to see. I I know he's a big dude. Why he could fill hate out? On I don't get the I don't get yeah. the Affleck hate. Honestly, I've I've been a big Affleck fan since like he yeah. was mall rats. So. <laughs> he's he's smart. He's got cinematic IQ. He's won Oscars. I mean. Why not? Mary did J-Lo. That's just, you know, an extra <laughs> thing. But, like, good for him. That's awesome. <laughs> he's he's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. And he's never going to be my Batman. But I think he he did the role justice. And I, um, I'm well, Josh, actually. Doesn't have, you don't have to have go. this one Batman, Josh. You can have no, multiple. I know. I know. And I, I 100% agree. I with have him. multiple. I'm glad DC is going this way. Where they're like, yeah. we can have multiple batman and multiple superman because that was that was kind of the big issue with dc the the previous 10 to 15 years like suicide squad was being built up on the arrow tv show they decide they're making a movie boom all those characters got axed because they didn't want to confuse the audience like we're a bunch of dumb dumbs so i i know that i'm glad that they're finally moving away from that they're like listen we're gonna keep making robert pattinson batman movies and joaquin phoenix joker movies and then there's gonna be a completely different batman and you guys are just gonna be cool with it and yeah. To my experience, no one seems to really mind at all because more Batman is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, if anyone was curious, though, uh, Kevin Conroy is my Batman, but I'll, I might as well do it here. Uh, my... so let me tell my story. Let me tell my you know, story. Go, do your, do, go for it. Do your so story. when I was a little kid, the Batman animated series premiered and I was looking so forward to it. I can still remember how my room was set up. My twin bed was right in front of my TV. It was going to be on Fox Kids. I came home from school. I was ready to watch it. It dropped and it like blew my mind. I was like, it's so dark. It's like, how is this for kids? I was asking myself. And I was like, yes, this is awesome. And that was like my ritual to watch these episodes every time they dropped. And I loved it so much. Introduction to Harley Quinn. You got Mark Hamill yep. as a Joker. The, I didn't even know so. at the time that Mark Hamill was a Joker. No one did. You, you were a kid. You didn't know. Voice yeah, voice. yeah. I mean, I didn't know all the behind the scenes stuff, but was, I mean, it was terrific. It was awesome. I loved it. Great part of my childhood. Interesting, though, is like I was also raised on the Batman animated TV show because of reruns and like I yeah. caught the tail end of it because I, I was born in 95. So the yeah. show premiered in 92 and it yeah. kept going for, you know, 10 years or whatever it was. And it was it it, it, it kind of just transcended generations that how good that show was and Kevin Conroy's yeah. performance. So I always got to give him the love. But if you force me to say like who the live action Batman is, is my guy. It's Christian Bale. So that's how I, it goes. Now. I love Mason Dark Knight. Yeah, he's actually kind of like my least favorite. 
Interesting. A <laughs> well, little bit of a side note, though. So we might as well talk about it. I was kind of trying to save it, but I was like, nope, I'm going to do it. The George Clooney review. That was awesome. Reveal, I love that. Uh, see, it was all tongue in cheek. I mean, yep. Val Kilmer and George Clooney were my two Batman when I was a like young boy because those two, uh, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, were on repeat nonstop when I was a kid. That's all that was on. When it wasn't on the Batman cartoon, it was watching those same two movies over and over again. Obviously, I would throw in the Keaton ones every once in a while, but those ones weren't like kid directed. I mean, they were dark gothic movies and i did appreciate them but the the fun colorful ones with stupid schwarzenegger saying ice to see you and things like that i mean that was that was my jam dude i chill. love it chill chill <laughs> oh man it's uh man i was kind of halfway expecting a mr freeze schwarzenegger cameo that was didn't get it <laughs> especially did this take where did the it's, oh, what city did, oh central city duh okay i was gonna say yeah. is it for some reason in la because that would have been hilarious if he came as like came out as like or something <laughs> governor of california yeah, yeah. uh that would have been good stuff but uh i will say this movie just super fun uh lots of great action it, it was funny and weird and i can't put it in the upper echelon for me but i will like i, I consider it pretty mid i personally would give this movie like a seven seven point five out of ten that may seem low to some people, but then that's also super high to other people. That's just uh, off upon my first watch. That was kind of my overall vibe. How did you, uh, how did, how would you rank this? Cause it sounds like this is your, your, you know, 11 out of 10, please do seven more of them. Uh, maybe not seven more than, but the whole time I love time travel so much. And to finally see the flash and the speed force, different angles that first shot of him running on the water. I was like, Oh my God. Oh yeah. The, like, that was so good. Product. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, man, we've never seen that before. And him phasing too. We'd never seen that. Was that was cool. Before. That was cool that yeah. he just knew how to phase instead of learning. Yeah. And I will say that I watched six out of the nine seasons of the Flash TV show. And uh personally, I still put Grant Gustin as like my favorite Flash, even though there haven't been that many iterations of that character. Right, but right. Ezra Miller is the, you know, the blockbuster. He's the, like, they're the draw. They're the ones that have all the experience in these movies. And I, when he was in the Zack Snyder movie, I had absolutely no problem with um, Ezra Miller showing up. And I was like, cool. Hey, sounds good. And the fact that they kept them around is really, really cool. It's, I'm almost, I'm almost sad to see this like phase of DC kind of go to the wayside. I, I literally in the theater, I was like, oh, this is the last one. And I was like, oh, shoot. I literally forgot about Aquaman too. So we still got that one to look forward to. But outside of that, we're we're done with this kind of uh I don't Yeah, know the rumors are still great on the you Aquaman too. Full out fail, but it's just like maybe a rush to attempt at uh, an MCU rival with uh some great yeah. highlights and uh some definite glaring low lights. So yeah, what yeah. can you do? I mean, I'm glad we're moving forward. But I mean, I started to fall in love with some of these guys. I mean, Jason Momoa's Aquaman is so good. I love yeah. it. I love Ben Affleck. Henry Cavill is the only Superman I've ever really liked. And I know that's controversial because everyone's wow. like, oh, Reeves is. Listen, those movies were made long before I was alive. And I uh, hated Superman because he's not Batman. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, it was, it was, it was always like uh, Batman's my favorite, Superman's my brother's favorite. So I can't play with his toys and he can't play with mine. <laughs> it was the mindset back in the day. See, but I like Henry them Cavill all. Changed my mind. 
I really like them all. I grew up with the toys first. Oh, I had yeah, a Batman, yeah. I had a Superman, I had a Green Lantern, I had a Flash, and I had a Hawkman. And hey, Hawkman's I really didn't pull. know who, like, and what their power, like, I didn't know what Green Lantern did. All I knew was he was, like, had He's the green, green suit cool. yep. with the lantern, and he had the ring, and I was, like, just making up stuff. And that's You were having him is. beat people up with a lantern, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I had the flash toy, and my I think my cousins probably told me, yeah, he's the fastest man on the planet. No one can beat him in a race. So okay, so I had that and Hawkman. He had the wings, so I knew he could fly. Those are the only ones you knew. That's, that's yeah, yeah, pretty much I, when I was David, like I was, three. I was, yeah, you were super young too. That that's when I started playing with Batman toys. But I was a super weird kid. Like I was like, well, you can't play with Wolverine and Batman at the same time. It's not allowed because they're not in the same universe. So well, see, you got to go pick it up. Like that, I was kind of like that because I had I multiple so... different toys. I was so OCD. It was it was real bad when <laughs> I was a kid. And my brother would try and bring in like a Magneto toy. I was like, no, we're playing DC. Grab your <laughs> Superman. It's not allowed. See, for me, I would bring in like my He-Man toys. And I would bring in my Thundercat toys along with DC. Didn't they have a crossover or two? Though? That's okay. Possibly. Those but two. Yeah. And then I had Star Wars toys. And I just match them up in the end. And, nope. Yeah. David, we couldn't have been friends as kids. It wouldn't have been allowed. You you didn't play right, David. Yeah, different timeline, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a little bit of a side tangent, but um, <laughs> what was your, I guess, favorite scene of the movie? Uh, well, I didn't get my rating. Um, oh, yeah, sorry. I want to say, <laughs> yeah. for me personally, it was a 9 out of 10. Nine. I mean, That's you good. can I mean, argue about, character. yeah, I think it's a top three DCEU film. Man of Steel, Snyder Cut, flash those are the top three for me um i'm wearing the fandom shirt actually right now the fandom nice yeah i love the fandom it was awesome i was like oh, all, I all about it i hope someday i get to if I, I think i don't know if they're always going to do it virtually because that's kind of how it started or if they're going to switch it to like a comic-con light or something but if they do yeah, I, would, yeah, I would absolutely yeah. love to go to one of those I would yeah i would be down to go to one too that would be terrific um so, yeah, I mean, it is up there for me. What was the question you asked prior? What was my favorite scene? Favorite scene or, I guess, yeah, funniest scene. What, what scenes really stuck out to you is, like, really awesome. Man, it's, to me, I think, man, it's, it's hard not to go with anything that's not Batman 89. But mm -hmm. I do love Ben Affleck as Batman. They, I yeah, know they showed he, that shot the blue of him cool. flying... Like flying the through the air through through the fire and doing like that like side spin yeah and his sick, tape though. like just comes out and it's that like damn sick. and it's like forceful and fast and intense and he's wearing the blue and the gray and it's like oh my god it's like we're getting it but now we're gonna lose it and it's like oh we have all Doesn't these emotions so much it's like <laughs> they i mean I, i've heard pretty significant rumors that Ben Affleck is an Aquaman too, but I can't confirm. Oh yeah, that. he that is. It won't be a well, spoiler, well, okay, spoiler so, risk, but it's well, fine. Well, it was on social media, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, Momoa it was. It was literally it. Momoa posting an Instagram reel. Or but not the thing real, I've uh, heard is that they're going to cut his scene out now because it What's doesn't make point? sense. Yeah, I'm, What's I'm, the point? Shut up! I hate them. <laughs> Those guys suck. You remember when we were supposed to get a Batgirl movie with Michael Keaton turning as Batman, and then that didn't happen. That. Well, it did happen. DC. They're just never going to release no, it. No, I know. Apparently. And never. They had for like stupid finances. I that uh, I'll never be not mad about that because we could have got Brendan Fraser as a Batman villain, and then it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. It, so it's hard not to pick uh, the Batman as your favorite. But uh, do you, did you have a scene that you thought was the funniest? Because uh, my wife and my brother both agreed that it was when uh, our flat, like modern day Flash, lost his powers and tried to start running after he lost his yeah, powers. Yeah, and he started. And he looked like a total too. idiot, and it was making fun <laughs> of the way he runs because that. And was I the, love the way he runs. I love that was the, the way, thing Ezra Miller has been roasted about the most when it, it comes makes to playing sense, the Flash. Though it, it makes, does. I mean, he's running so fast he can't run normally. Yep. I mean, you have to run like kind of like an ice skater, you know. Oh my gosh! I mean, it all this stuff makes so much sense to me. The movie made sense to me. It worked. It was logical. I didn't care about the bad CGI. I mean, it was it was a great experience. Like I said, I watched this movie with a grin on my face the entire time, and it didn't stop even through the post credits with George Clooney showing up. Uh, and to yep. me, well, that wasn't it felt post-credits. like that was the end of the movie. But yes, it's still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, to me, to me, that kind of reset the DC EU into its place and now we're gonna have the dcu but with aquaman 2 coming out i don't know how that's gonna fit into things maybe it's gonna happen prior to (laughs) they spent too much money not to release it as the thing so they're gonna do it oh coach is uh commenting saying wow david off the top rope don't make me call in cooper which is his son's name so (laughs) i did notice a significant lack of professional wrestlers but they did get a shout out That was a pretty funny line when he was explaining good people that live on the on the earth. As <laughs> really like, please save us. They're our babies, professional wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what was that? I love it. I love. And it. I I did love the Eric Stoltz reference for Back to the Future. Was he? I see. This is before my time. So like, was he rumored to have been playing the character? He before? was playing him. He played him for like two weeks, that he got replaced by. Michael interesting Keaton. so there's footage out there you can go see it on youtube replaced by michael keaton like in yeah. batman no no no. eric stoltz was supposed to play marty mcfly in back to the future uh-huh. Uh-huh. he played him for about two weeks and then got replaced by michael keaton the actor to play marty mcfly that was the reference because in uh the younger well, barry michael Allen's... j fox i'm sorry you lose michael j fox plays marty mcfly though i'm, so oh, I'm sorry yeah yeah i guess okay. i am jet lagged okay no no michael it's not j. Your fox. Fault. i was just genuinely confused i was like michael keaton was almost marty mcfly what's happening no no okay yeah sorry michael <laughs> j fox eventually ended up playing marty mcfly and back to the future but eric stoltz played him for like the first like two weeks Interesting. and then we we'll... family ties too that's before your time as well because michael j fox played a, a character name uh i forgot his first name but his last name was keaton so got you okay yeah, yeah. It's, all, it's all all good that that was just funny where like it was like casting everyone on the wrong things and like <laughs> we'll explain my marty my marty mcthigh and it's like that's the wrong body part and it's upside down i i, I will yeah. say that like the stupid roommates Alex I, P. Keaton. I, I wanted Michael J. Fox played Alex P. Keaton in Family Ties. That's where my brain went. Gotcha. Okay. You know, you're good. You're good. You're good. I I wanted to hate the room. I wanted to hate And and Michael Keaton's real name is Michael Douglas, too. That's to throw another monkey wrench in there. Yeah, no, I, I wanted to hate the roommates, but like they were the just peak exactly what roommates are like when you're that age. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that was awesome. That was a great scene, too. That was funny. <laughs> I mean, the laughs and the jokes that worked per minute was very well, it's... just perfectly paced, man. It worked. Yep, it really was. Yep. Uh, 
we finally got like a true I, I can't say finally because the the second suicide squad movie was very much you know james gunn humor so i mean man, you can't say that there aren't any funny things but this was lighthearted, fun funny uh just honestly it was, it was fun yeah says coach is not seriously send an invite if he brings in his baby right now in the <laughs> middle of a live podcast we're gonna ask I'll, him to do the flash throw it up I'll in here and catch it, it in a microwave <laughs> don't don't do that definitely don't do that but i am going to send him an invite right now david so feel free to right, go cool. on a side tangent real quick since we're live yeah yeah other scenes that i love of course the zod scene i mean back in the desert and then this time he does kill that i was think brutal that was brutal he's like the infant didn't survive i was like no you killed baby superman <laughs> that was and so so- and yeah and supergirl got pissed she said, oh, dude, no, she was, was raging, dude. I, she was so good, man. It, is there any way that she can continue playing Supergirl? Like, I don't yes, want to see a James stupid Gunn, blonde lady playing turnout. James Gunn said we're going to get Elseworld stories in DC. Yes, we can yes. do an Elseworld. With we Sasha can Kaya. do it. Are they going to, though? It does Supergirl have the name power? I, you know, there's a lot of things that go into that nonsense. Well, and I, he is already I think, doing a Supergirl that's apparently going to be the classical. I do Long-headed. remember hearing yeah. about that. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's fine. I, you, you, you can't get angry at them either way. I, ju- I did really appreciate this one, though. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. Great pick. Great move. Great plot. Oh, coach joining from the hospital. <laughs> hey, what's good, man? Congratulations, uh, man. Congrats, buddy. Abs- absolutely. Cooper's over there. I gotta go heat him up, apparently. So, <laughs> uh, this Don't use like the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pull a Barry Allen. That was, you know, that seems a that seems a that seems too much. See, Coach, me, I said you, me, and Dominique were in agreement, but David thought it was wonderful. So David, it was babies, awesome. I, I love there's, it. There's a lot of it that I like. It just maybe it's because I knew I had a baby coming the next day that I just was not. <laughs> You're like, oh. It's just not about the weird babies flying through the air scene. But you know what? It is funny. <laughs> and like that scene is like when you realize that like they didn't care. They went full, just full sense. They're like, we are going to be weird and that's just the way it's going to be. Yep, and if, no if this movie dropped like a couple decades earlier, it would have had way more impact because we wouldn't have had the Quicksilver scene in Days of Future Past or whatever. I, I, that's a that's a very good point. They're always going to yeah. compare the speedsters. And like the way they did Quicksilver in the X-Men movies was just, I don't it's know perfect. how they kept topping themselves too. And yeah. like, I'm not saying it was always better, but they kept doing more and more. And yeah, I mean, The Flash didn't yeah. do anything crazy like that. Well, he did, but not the same. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know how you, like, is there a better way to visualize it really? They tried with like the weird circle, like sort of metaphor that they had in that weird universe you would get to. Yeah, the globe, uh, the ball. But it's it's just hard. How do you show that kind of speed? But like you said, it's still interesting. It was done best in X Men, but I like yeah. it. Yeah. But well, I, Coach, I, I know you're not trying to stay all day, so feel free to say what you need to say. <laughs> well, first of all, I gotta jump in on this this nine nonsense. David's throwing out that it's a nine out of ten is that's high praise, my man. It's yeah, I, I love what it, you man. said, Josh. What was your? What was I, your, I had I said I said seven. Seven. Okay. I mean, I could see that. I could see the nine on a, on a pure fun scale, in a lot of ways. Because uh, I mean, all the ba- all the young Barry stuff is really really funny. He's he's really locked in. It's it's really good. Uh, but man, there's just there's, it seems long. 
and I don't know. This is just too weird. Am I not weird enough? Is that my problem? Cause more of a comment. Coach, no that. one's ever accused you of not being weird enough. Well, that's what I was thinking. That's <laughs> sort of how I was feeling. I was like, I like weird stuff. Whatever man. Facebook user just said seven of nine. I said no, seven of ten is my rating. Seven, seven out of nine, that's a good rating. Yeah, I'll give it a good <laughs> I don't know whose skill that is, but you know, why not? She's gonna give a good twelve out of seventeen, I think, somewhere in that range. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I told you that I thought it was I mean, I feel like if I'm comparing it to all movies, like a six, I'm comparing it to just superhero movies, it's closer to a seven. You compare uh, it to just D C movies, like D C E U movies especially. I mean, then it's up in the eight. 8.5 because the dceu has been very dramatic in both directions i'm disappointed when we learned that when i relearned that aquaman 2 is actually the end of the dceu yep Mm -hmm. this felt like this felt like a good good conclusion yep 100 felt like a good conclusion and then they didn't go about it that way so that was a that was a major bummer but i mean david as he said (laughs) aquaman 2 is not looking like it's gonna so we're gonna go out with a whimper, unfortunately. But yeah, you know, I heard that, it's horrible. Actually, that's it's, which is crazy because the first one made a billion dollars, which this one might too because Jason Momoa was hot. But like, <laughs> I, honestly, though, the second one, it's not gonna get, it's not gonna make that much. All right, Josh, on a movies. hot scale, how hot is Jason Momoa? Yo, for real, me as like rating other, <laughs> you get, I give him a ten. He is a smoking Samoan. A ten out of ten. <laughs> Oh man, if I could look, I could, if I could look like Jason Momoa, oh my god. <laughs> okay. Uh, I can dream. I can dream. Yeah. So he came down here to my next neck of the woods in San Antonio, and he signed. And ninety percent of the people that got his autograph and photo op were women. Yeah, yeah. because the women love him. That's good. Yeah. And so does Josh. <laughs> Put me right in that camp. <laughs> He's, so, he's what, so it, it, are the rumors like kind of true? What, what what have you guys been hearing? Is he gonna be back in the James Gunn verse? I was talking to my wife. Lobo, I if they Aquaman? don't cast him as Lobo, it's a true missed opportunity because he. I mean, I loved him as Aquaman, but they're they're gonna they're gonna go a different direction in Aquaman. They have to kind of recast most of the people. And Lobo is Jason Momoa, and Jason yeah. Momoa is Lobo. So if you don't cast him, it's like are we just really are we really not doing this? Like the motorcycle yeah, it, riding. Hot man bun, long beard. I'm surprised Lobo isn't covered in tattoos, but he will yeah. be if they put him in this movie. It's just, it's, I don't know. It, it's kind of like Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Yeah, it, it just it seems like automatic to me. Yeah. But maybe it won't happen. Maybe they'll find someone and I'll be surprised. I mean, we already talked about you can't take casting at face value in the in yeah. the beginning anyway. So If it wasn't James Gunn, I would say there's no chance just because he was just in the DCU. But because, it's James, because Gunn. James Gunn's a weird guy care, who just doesn't care. Yeah. yeah, and he's in charge, so he gets to play with all the toys, and everyone can shut up. <sighs> I mean, you could and you could sell Jason Owen. Lobo is a you know, everything about him, not just the look. It's like he's this high His personality, you know, like high energy sort of mm-hmm. out there that Jason Momoa really gives off, and a lot of his is like non actually in film performance. It's very high energy, so it fits. It is really cool. Um, I want to circle back to Flash real quick. What? It's good we, call. This is the review. About, did we talk about all the cameos? Did we? Have we? I talked about most them all, of them. them well? I don't know. I don't know if we talked about all of them quite yet. We talked about Maybe George Reeves, Christopher Reeve, Supergirl, uh, um, Adam West, Batman, Gal Gadot, one role. Did talk about the your favorite? Flash. Yeah. Oh, what was it? That that was a John Wesley ship, though. 
or was it? It I don't it know. Was. It was it was gray. So I was like, well, he, he was, was like never CGI, in a gray right? flash show. Okay, that that's what threw me because his yeah. show wasn't black and white. So I was like, who is this guy supposed to be? Then? Understood. Well, uh, yeah. So I'm thinking. Ask the nurse. Uh, what does the nurse have nurse, to say? Ask the nurse. The nurse have you seen the Flash yet? <laughs> yeah, it's a movie. She hasn't seen it. She's all right. She's, she's doing her job, which is great. Uh, we love it. We love it. This is what the podcast's all about—a little high energy. Uh, no, I love it. But I think my favorite. Well, first my favorite one was actually still the Nick. Nick I was just gonna say someone just commented though, the Superman Lives cameo, which was fantastic. Yeah, uh, yeah, Nicholas Cage fighting that spider. Um, mine's mine's why, without a doubt. George Clooney. It's because, it's because it's that a big is the inside script. joke. It's an inside joke. It's so inside you guys, you guys clearly don't know about this, but Kevin Smith has done. No, I know. I, like, I listen you know to story? his podcast. Yes, I know that okay. he wrote the big. Well, if you thing, go watch a three, like an evening with Kevin Smith, the one talks about the John Peter story. Yeah, and he's like trying to he's reading the script to John Peters and he goes, yep. Wait a minute, we gotta have a couple of things. We we have to have actually several things. Superman, he has to have no cape, Superman can't fly, and in the third act he has to fight a giant spider. It was a love like, letter what? to Kevin Smith being a huge nerd, which is great because yeah. he yeah. deserves it. He's one of my favorite celebrities and since Stanley and Kevin Conroy aren't around anymore, he's Kevin Smith is like my number one celebrity I wanna meet. Yeah. My my audience fun. clapped when Nicolas Cage appeared on screen as as Superman lives Superman, so I I was like blown away by that. But I was in there with a bunch of in our bubble people, so it didn't surprise me that much, I guess. But right. it was it was terrific, man. It it, it would have been cool. In I mean, I world, stand by Clooney being my favorite one because it was just so out of out of left field. I was like, I can't not love this because he was just like the most hated Batman. Yet they yeah. they leaned into it. I was like, I love it. Let's let's go. He's like uh, the Phantom uh, Menace episode one of Batman. He really is. That'd be like if you put Jar Jar Binks in the new Raid trilogy. <laughs> it's probably going to happen, man. You're probably going to get was, a Gungan or two. I was sad they couldn't get Christopher Nolan. Like, Christian, Bale. Christopher Nolan. Christian Bale. If they would have got Christopher Nolan, Nolan to direct this, I would have lost my mind. <laughs> I would have been great if one of the universes was just him directing. Like, just shows him behind the camera. You're the fake so good Batman. That would have been really clever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The whole weird giant world things. I don't know. Maybe that's why I didn't the worlds collide much. It like was just comic book. It was and... it was taking the visuals almost directly from comic books. So like, listen, people love the Flash. This is what they want to see. Boom, make it happen. And like, you and I aren't the biggest Flash fans. Like, we like I, we like, like Flash, but. The, I mean, the plot device of it all is what I don't love. I don't love uh, this, the visual this idea that he was destroying other universes. And I just don't like when every time people mess with the, the speed force, it somehow messes with other universes and destroys them. Same with like Doctor Strange. I just don't yeah, like but that's it. like no. that's like asking Batman to like start killing people. Like it's it's just like it's that dead set in Flash's character that like that's the big thing. He can time travel, but that's it. The big trope is he can't go back and save his mom. He can't do go back and do these other things. And they, they pretty much nailed that, which speaking of which was, were either of you disappointed that we didn't get Jeffrey Dean Morgan? I mean, we got Michael Keaton, so it's kind of like most people are more on board with that, but I would have loved to see Jeffrey Dean Morgan play Thomas Wayne in an alternate. That would have been cool. Yeah. They, they straight away from the whole flashpoint thing. Yeah. They did. Martha Wayne being 
Joker and all that. But... Oh my god, that would have been my favorite. Uh, I mean, that would have made too much of a Batman movie. movie. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Is it would have made that's it into it. a Batman movie, which this yeah. one had Batman in it, but it, several. It, Batman. it only felt like it only felt like a Batman movie for about like fifteen to twenty minutes of the whole thing, mm. which is the right ratio if you're gonna because it's a it's a team up movie when Keaton's in other scenes, so it felt like you know twenty minutes is a Batman movie, the rest is the Flash. And I, to me, that's the right ratio because it is a true Flash movie. And, you know, we've had enough Batman movies, which is weird coming for me because I want more. I don't know. It just feel, it feels like a watered down version of Flashpoint. Right. But it does a little bit. That's my own fault for wanting to see. I mean, I've already seen Flashpoint. So yeah, that's the thing. I've read Flashpoint. I watched the animated Flashpoint. I mean, they, they've done lots and lots of versions of the same storyline. So I can understand why they wouldn't want to try and redo it again because where's the creative control there when you're falling it like know. panel for panel they were my favorite scenes though like the the breaking into the, the i was i did want to touch on that right after i said the jeffrey dean morgan thing is like the the murder of his mom there was never a single reference to the reverse flash being the culprit it was more like there was just a guy that killed the mom and if the they never would have left then yeah, it wouldn't have been the big point. of a deal so it's like the family thing fell kind of flat for me too. And so did the Iris West kind of romance thing as well. So like both of those things are pretty core to Flash's character. And it's kind of odd that I watched this whole movie and I didn't feel quite satisfied um, in this scenario. Uh, someone commented they did the Flashpoint on the Flash as well. That is true. I watched like six seasons of that that show. It's, it's a very good show. I just they, eventually it got to be too much for me. But yeah, they did it in Flashpoint. Or excuse me, in the Flash TV show, really well on the CW, I will say. So good. I don't know. Good call I, do, Facebook I, do, I do think the the reverse Flash missing from it. That might be the element that I think bugs me the most. Yeah, I didn't like the idea that the person who punched him out was him. I mean, they did the do Savitar though, and they didn't. They never named him Savitar, but that's kind of the character's name. It's just an alternate version of Barry that's been like right. hunting this. Which team I, just think is, I think is less interesting than a reverse Flash. But they had there was no setup for reverse flash. You'd have to do a whole. It would have been adding too much. Now, yeah. they, in my opinion, they should have started with that on the board and kept it on there. They instead chose to go a different route where they're like, okay, we gotta have the scene where we break Supergirl out of prison from Flashpoint. We gotta have we're gonna do Keaton Batman and we're gonna have a Ben Affleck Batman and one Roman. So there was just too much going on for them to like logically be like, yep. Reverse Flash definitely feels like he he fits in here because it, it would have been like a Spider-Man three to me where there's just too many characters that it just it didn't feel like they all got the justice they deserve because Reverse Flash is great. Yeah, some fans were thinking that the Nikolai Costarwaldo uh, cameo was Reverse Flash. I don't even know what cameo you're referring to. To be the honest, the guy with eating you. the hot dog and he takes. Oh, it. and then he also that's the, the guy the from guy Game of Thrones. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, from uh, um, yeah, Jamie Lannister. I was like, yeah, why, yeah. Do I, why does he look so familiar? But yeah, I guess you might be right. <laughs> yeah, they may, but, but they then again, he worked with count. Andy Muschietti on on Mama. So right, yeah, it might have yeah. just been like a fun little kid. Yeah, it like could, it would have been. It, maybe that was filmed at some point and they cut it. I, I don't know. There's a lot of things that it, it could be, but he would have been a great Reverse Flash. Good lord, he's so good in Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That would have been great. Yeah, you're right. I think it's the the fact that the mom is just sort of murdered feels yep it and feels only empty because of, only, maybe only because i know the story right maybe if i had never seen Black that's Black, it that's the so catch much. where you uh you, the three of us are kind of in this bubble of people that 
know a lot about comic books and animated comic book movies where like the average movie goer they probably don't care about that at all they're they're just they they were satisfied with getting to see like there are yeah but they superhero movie fans no that's true that's true right so they lose a little we bit have, here gain a we little bit there. Yeah, that's fair it's a it's a tough balance i mean everyone knows that making a movie is like one of the hardest things to do in the world and they do it all the time and you gotta like respect the people for putting their time and effort into it but there's yeah i mean no reverse flash felt like one of the misses in this in this movie but have we yeah. talked box office and uh and how it's being nope seen by the public yet nope it's struggling out there it is sort struggling. struggling on both fronts uh which what i think the, at this point i mean i don't love it but i still think it's worth yeah Watching. The audience score is making a hold on. That's that's kind of where we're at. I don't know where it's at currently, but it was at 93 a few days ago. So it's that the audience is really the, the they're the champions of this movie, which logically makes a lot of sense. But yeah, the critics got it as like a 65 or something like that on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't remember like off the top of my head. I could look it up, but it looks like David's already doing that. So shout out to David. And yeah, there's. <laughs> There's a lot of problems with like Ezra Miller as the main character. They're accused of some pretty gross stuff. So there's some people that are just kind of arguing that yeah, you shouldn't support the yet. film, which sometimes I can see where they're coming from. But then other times I'm like, there are, are literally thousands of people that worked on this. And we're going to can it because the main character is, you know, a tool and may or may not have done some random inappropriate things or you know he the only i think the only thing that ezra got like charged for was like robbery or something like that but i don't i don't know the details so i don't want to talk like i do yeah currently well, uh the tomato meter has at 67 percent the audience no, score is 86 percent okay so that dropped a little bit yeah so yeah, i'm not the, the same thing, thing i said yeah yeah Jamil, things definitely tough i mean the fact spider-man's still making money like Spider-Man is still making money. Spider-Verse is still in theaters, and that's the that's the movie that people are seeing. Um, it's, it's not the other movie I saw. I was just going to say, when did you see that? <laughs> At what like point? About three hours before I saw Flash. Oh, um, okay. I didn't know you had done that. but Better better movie, for sure. Definitely better movie, but it's it also did not... It's not making the money it needs to. So I wonder if it's... You know, you got... Yeah, Mario, you Mario and the MCU. I mean, and I guess Sonic the Hedgehog you can put in that camp too. That are just kind of like you got a handful of movies that are going to make the money, and the rest are going to have to try and fight for your attention. That's the world we're in right now, unfortunately. I mean, due to COVID, people stop going, and it's like a lot of people don't feel the need to return to the theaters. I am a large proponent of the theater experience because it's one of my favorite things to do. Period. So. If that wasn't an option anymore, I would be a very disappointed fan. And I don't think they're going to go away entirely, but it's definitely significantly decreased. And it's a, it's a major bummer. It's The whole movie experience right now is, is in a weird place because it feels like you need to have like an already established large yep. fan base. And I like not even just the fan base. Right? Flash is popular, but like the DCEU was like sort of known for not being good. So yep. like you can throw a flash in there, but it's like already got like a little bit of bad PR to it. So it's not going to do well. But they're going to run into the, yeah. On the down. So DC is going to run into the same thing, even when they try and release movies in like three years when it's James Gunn's franchise, it's just, it's going to leave a bad taste in people's mouths for a while. That's why there was such a gap. There was, it was 95 when Batman and Robin was released in 2005 when we got Batman begins. So there was a 10 year gap where no one really wanted to 
try and touch a theatrical Batman because it just it had people had a bad taste. It was too campy. It was too focused on getting kids in the theater and buying their toys and yada, yada, yada. So it, it ebbs and flows. That's just kind of how theater things work. But we definitely saw a very, very large decrease in it. The, the waters have not risen back up, and I don't know if they're ever going to get back to the same point. I Well, the same place, who knows? I mean, we were at all-time highs with the end of the MCU. Well, not the end of it, but the end of that. Yeah. I mean, those, things, those are kind of things that are hard to ever get back to. But I think the James Gunn thing, just for the record, I think all it takes is one good movie. Oh, I'm I'm one good stupid movie, excited for it. Starts second, and then all of a sudden people start going. Like I think because we live in such a fast internet age, like all it takes is like, yeah, dude, I don't know. James Gunn makes good DC movies, and then all of a sudden the second movie comes out and people love it. Like I don't think the Genie Chance Blue Beetle makes a lot of money just because that looks so fun. Though. I loved that trailer. I'm really excited oh, I'm to a, see I it. Actually, it. George Lopez playing the crazy uncle with a stupid rat tail and beard. Like, yes, I'd be up, dude. Let's go. <laughs> the kid from Cobra Kai, dude, he's awesome. Oh my god, I'm he's so good. Yeah, no, like my wife isn't always like a huge theater guard, but she went and saw Flash with me, and she definitely wants to see Blue Beetle because we watch Cobra Kai. So that I think that that's a smart move. And it, it's weird that officially James Gunn has said in interviews. I think he said it on a inside of you, the Michael Rosenbaum podcast that this blue beetle is the first official one within his universe, which is interesting because it's being released before Aquaman two, which is the last film of the, they the just need thing. to not release Aquaman two. I know they've already filmed them. So I just a lot of money. It's not going to make any money. Well, that's, they are they, they they can't they already lost the money though that's the thing it's like they got to try and recover what they can it's not like they can pull a back girl and just bury it again they like it's not a it's not but a they're gonna put money into they're gonna put money into marketing and yet it's I don't well maybe that just don't market it that well <laughs> just be like well people are gonna see it if they see it because they went hard for this flash movie like hard hard i was talking to david about this at the top of the episode they spent a lot of money trying to get people to come to this movie and uh which is surprising seems... that it's not it didn't it didn't hit but Maybe yeah it's because I mean, they, they, we already knew they were moving on like tim just tim in the comments just mentioned that it's just like people are already know the dceu is ending and being rebooted so this kind of feels irrelevant yeah. but yeah uh, yeah, but at the same time, that that's we're in a world now where the connected universe is like the the crop the the hill people are gonna die on. But we have to acknowledge that like they used to just you could watch a movie like there's a movie that's connected to nothing and that's it's what, just that's a what movie. I'm saying it doesn't it just doesn't happen now, right? It doesn't it doesn't 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 make money, <laughs> right? Like I was saying about Elemental. Elemental is a great movie. We used to just go and watch Pixar movies because yep. we knew they were good movies. Everybody did. Yep, you're 100. And now we just like. You don't. You have to be like, mm, maybe Elementals too, because I heard Elementals good was one. You know what I mean? Yes. Like you mean you're right. We just don't. We don't live in that world anymore. I might as well just wait. Might, oh, good well, point, Jenny. Everything. Everything's streaming. Jenny's, so. Yeah. And it's an expensive you know, experience to go to the movies these days too. I mean, it's it ain't cheap. Yeah, I mean, ticket prices are, are up a little bit, but it's just, you know, concessions because theaters have to keep making money and you can't right. dog on them for that because, like, less people are going to the movies and they have to stay open. So they got to increase the prices of everything. And it's just, it's yeah, no problem. I remember I hearing, I remember hearing a podcast like three years ago and he was pretty much on of what's happened so far and going to continue. At some point, going to the movies is going to be similar like going to a play, right? Like, you go watch a play right now hundreds of dollars 500 bucks you know what i mean yeah i'm never gonna get there i don't think but like 
chairs are not big, comfy recliners. It's like it's this big luxury experience. Um, yep. So it's just it's yep. definitely different. Yep. Spielberg and like Lucas it. talked about this like 20 years ago. They asked yeah, about they the future movies, and they basically said it's going to be like a deluxe experience. That you're going to pay fifty dollars for a ticket, but you're going to get like the best sound, the best seat. It's going to be almost like a 4D experience. And I mean, it, it looks like <sighs> yeah. we're kind of heading there in a way. Can it happen though? Because it's like I will be one of the ones that pays all the stupid money. Like I'll I'll pay a good a good chunk mm-hmm. of money to go see my superheroes in the theaters. I don't care. But it's just like. I'm kind of maybe like a outside perspective. Like I, I'm, you know, we've already talked about how we're very specifically in a group of people. Like if they lose 15 people to my one, like they're still losing money, even though I'm paying more money. So I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. It depends on how much money they make on the streaming stuff. Right? Yeah. Like how much, how much value does it bring to HBO to have these DC movies? I just don't know the answer to these things, but yeah, right, well, I don't like jump off because that's all right. I think my you got a baby. Get back in this room here soon. So ooh, she get to meet her brother. Mary well, to jump virtually. Not my daughter, so my son. My daughter's not coming until tomorrow. Okay, so there you go. She's so. coming tomorrow. Me, Cooper. Cooper's still warming up, but he should be back nice. here soon. So this was fun. Hope you guys uh, finish the podcast great, and I'll uh, look forward to listening to it from the start to hear mm-hmm. all Josh's terrible opinions. Oh yeah, I dogged on you just to start, just so you're well aware <laughs> of that. Well, I deserved every second of that. All right, and, sounds uh, good. See you, Coach. Enjoy the baby. Uh, I mean, we wrapped up most of what we're going to talk about. We're at this point, it's yeah. kind of venturing away from being a full flash review. But um, I guess we can kind of. Do you feel like we missed anything super important? I mean, another big laugh that I have was was the phasing with the beers. Like these are the beers that I keep in the fridge, and then it was yeah, and then he exploded. Yeah. yeah, and then the, <laughs> the stupid packed closets kept opening. I'm like, okay, this is great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the laughs per second. I mean, laughs per minute was was just right on target. That that's another factor why I I really rated this movie pretty high because Are I you, just loved every aspect of it. Is it Michael Shannon, right? The guy that plays Zod. Yeah. Yes. Is, is, are you a little disappointed that he's kind of bummed that he even came back? I mean, it is the first time that he, I um, guess, came back as Zod. Since I don't think he's bummed that he came. Well, he back. said that he, he did felt empty. Is I believe his exact quote or something like that. Yeah, because I think it relates back to Zack Snyder leaving DC and not continuing on. Because he was a real big fan, friend, and personal like actor for Zack Snyder. He and did get he, approval, I believe. Yeah, he, he asked, asked Zack, Zack Snyder, like, Zack "Hey, like, are you okay with me doing this?" And he said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, fine. It, it, it's all good." And Zack Snyder famously wrote, "I love that." Guy. Uh, directed a film that James Gunn wrote, "Dawn of the Dead." Yep, I love both those guys. I mean, they're, they're both yeah. very, very smart, and they're very, you know, comic book nerd. I got nothing but respect for the both of them. I, I hope that DC treats James Gunn better than they did uh, Zack Snyder because he kind of got, you know, dunked on a little bit. He had, I mean, he had personal family struggles which was a big part of it but then they rushed his yeah. movie and they butchered it and then they stopped hiring him they're like wouldn't release the snyder cut for years and it was it was just kind of like a whole messy situation dc has gone through a lot they've been dragged through the mud recently i mean the first suicide squad movie was 2016 people just hated that they hated jared leto apparently so, the studio meddled with it there, there's an air cut now that people want released 
Yeah, I mean, I you you know there is because there's much cooler yeah. Joker scenes in the trailer than what was actually yeah. in the film. And I think at one point he was supposed to be the actual villain, and then the weird Enchantress flip was weird. We're going <laughs> off topic once again, but obviously I, we don't talk about DC that much on this podcast because it's all Marvel, Marvel stuff. stuff podcast. But <laughs> we had we've told you guys if there's something that feels big enough, we're gonna switch to other stuff. And we did Air uh, Avatar previously, and oh nice, we'll just keep doing stuff like this. So. David, any closing thoughts on the Flash? Anything you wish we talked about? Um, Post-credit scene, you haven't seen it, but you know what happens. No, I've seen both. Okay, um, you have seen it. Okay, spoilers. So, so yeah, we get the Clooney reveal that he's Batman. That was the in, yep, end of the tag tag of the movie. Barry Allen's and... new returned universe, and then you get the uh, whole Momoa being drunk, Walter Puddle, so and then good. of course he can breathe in the water and he's face yep. down. And... He's like, take the Atlantean steel, <laughs> buy beer with it. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, it feels like they could use this as as a reset, and Ezra Miller won't have to come back. And like you said, they're going to recast probably a younger Flash, a younger Wonder yeah, Woman. Yeah, I mean, everyone's going to a younger, younger Batman. Yeah, that's everyone, what we're looking at. I all mean, the majors. So yeah, who, who do you think? Different. So so the, the, it seems like there's two front runners for Superman. It's uh, Corn Sweat and um, what's his Is name? Is Jacob not uh, one of the top guys anymore? The guy from Euphoria. He was at one point. Um, the last I've seen, I think it's is it David Cornsweat? I don't know. Name? Jacob Elroy El 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 Lordy was the one that I was like, ooh, I could see that because he plays like a pretty nasty villain in the Euphoria show, and he's he's yeah. super young, so he'd he'd have been a cool one. But and it's Nicholas Holt. Oh, Nicholas other, Holt. yeah. I heard runner. he was like the he was gonna be Lex Luthor. I thought he was. I heard like he Luthor looks from. like he could play a great Lex Luthor. But I actually spoke with someone at Dallas Fan Expo, who is a uh, very well connected, very famous in the uh, art world, and he told me that he is ran, he ran into Nicholas Holt in Dubai of all places. He was mm. the only other American in a bar, and they started talking. And he said he was so enchanted by him that he had the charisma. He felt like he could play Clark Kent and Kal-El. And he was just like, that's my guy. I don't care if Corn Sweat looks like every other iteration of what you Nicholas think Holt in your is mind. wonderful. I've heard nothing yeah. but wonderful things about that guy. Yeah, he he's played Beast in, in Marvel yeah, he was film. Great as Beast. I heard Renfield yeah. is really great too, which I'm gonna have yeah. to watch that because I have Peacock. So uh I think it was Tim commented, didn't they spend an extra se- extra seventy five million to do Snyder Cut? I don't know the exact figure, but yeah, they did. I think it was a hundred million actually. Yeah, they- a lot of money to do it yeah. and uh, i'm glad they they did eventually pay up because everyone was like the the twitter universe went crazy and got it yeah and is, is that tim sites i think so okay I watched, I to tim. yeah i don't, I don't he's yeah, awesome he, it's a facebook user but then i checked facebook <laughs> at one point i was like oh, yeah hey, tim nice. is awesome yep uh that kind of kind of finishes things up david thank you for joining that was fun i uh, yeah, yeah. i also want to bring up andy uh, muschietti is is was tapped We're directing right? brave and the bold yep right Yep. Uh, I mean, I can do a whole nother podcast on what I'm looking forward <laughs> to for the future of uh, the DC universe. I mean, okay. Noah did a little bit of one for the DC Gods and Monsters uh, reveal nice. over on Gotham City Rogues, but nice. yeah, it's it's gonna be cool. I'm I'm excited to see it. We get to see Damian Wayne. I hope I it, please please give me my Dick Grayson Nightwing because that is my favorite comic book character of all time, and he wow. hasn't been in a movie yet. They did they did a little bit of Batman and Robin where he wore the Nightwing outfit with a cape. And called him Robin, and yeah. then we, you know, the Titans TV show, which I was a big fan of. See, it was, you know, some people didn't care for it, but it just 
give me my Nightwing, please. <laughs> the love of God. So yeah, that's what I'm hoping for the Brave and the Bold. We'll see what happens, but yep. uh, that was uh, that was good times. Thank you, thank you once again, David. Congratulations right, yeah, no to problem. Coach, and uh, I guess we're gonna finish her up now. And uh, I believe we got a secret invasion coming this week, so that's gonna be. What we talk about later, I'm not getting Noah King Bates. Maybe I'll bother David. I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe da- I mean, Coach did just join via hospital, so maybe he'll be back next this week. We'll via satellite, via <laughs> hospital. All right. Once again, thank you, and uh, you guys have a good night. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, in case it wasn't obvious, we here at Marvel Stuff and the Gotham City Rogues podcast do not own any of the IP we talk about. We're just fans having a good time talking about the things we love.